Hello, this is Randy Osborne, and a few years ago, we did a video, actually on the street, there was a protest. The protest involved gun banning, uh, specifically AR-15 gun bans, and it was a protest that um, not too long after the Parkland shooting incident happened in the school in South Florida. So what we did is um, I just grabbed a camera, grabbed a microphone, and you'll be able to hear this from the microphone. I actually went out on the street and started interviewing uh, people, protesters, and um, from a very unbiased, um, from a news reporter perspective. And I want you just to listen to what was said during these protests and uh, some of the people. And I will point out that um, a lot of these uh, protesters were uh, professors, they were teachers coming from different locations of, uh, of Florida, from what I can tell. So let's just listen in, and uh, I'll kind of give you a play-by-play -play view. Russell Rasco. And you are out here today, uh, ban assault weapons, and I just want to kind of get your idea of, of um, what that's going to do. I know that there was just a recent um, shooting in um, yes. South Florida. And just want to kind of get your your input on exactly um, what your efforts are. Well, I think banning assault assault, ri assault rifles is a small thing in comparison to all the things that need to be done. But we could at least do a few things like this. I cannot imagine why somebody needs to be walking around with an assault weapon. I cannot imagine that we, we want that to be happening in our community. We have kids that we love and people that we love. We just need to have more control of our guns, and we need to talk to the legislators that, that, that supposedly care about the people. We have a lot of concern. We have a concern with the NRA. Funding the campaigns of some of these legislators, it's hard for them to be objective with their decisions about guns. What is, um, what is your definition of a, uh, an assault weapon? An uh, AR-15, the one that was used in the recent uh, a shooting that happened in South Florida, okay. and it's been used in several of other of the shootings as well. How would you define that, though, from a more of a broad sense of what is an assault weapon? Because an AR-15 is um, legally it's a sporting rifle here in, here in the U.S. But what, how would you define it broader than that? Because if you brought if you ban quote an AR-15, the definition of that is going to be very complicated. So how would well, you how would you look at that? The AR-15 is they're semi-automatic and it's easy to make them automatic, and it's pretty hard to stop somebody that uh, are involved no, in not. a shooting when they can get so many rounds off in such a short period of time. Actually, I don't really think that hunters need them. That's another thing. You know, well, sometimes so I think this is kind of tongue in cheek. But what if the animals could shoot back? Last question: What is your what is your definition of the Second Amendment? Because obviously this whole debate is based on the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment allows us to bear arms, is what it says. But you know what? Back in the time when the Second Amendment was put in place, they had muskets. They shot one shot at a time, and they had to reload. To take the idea of being able to bear arms from the Second Amendment and translating it into a semi-automatic or automatic weapon seems to me to be a very big step. What he's saying is doesn't make sense because the whole purpose of the Second Amendment was to protect the people from a tyrannical government. 
And so he's trying to define that the right to bear arms is when you could um, have maybe one shot and then takes you, you know, 15, 30 seconds or whatever the case may be to reload. Um, that's his philosophy of what their, our founders intended. Uh, that has nothing to do with what our founders intended. Our founders intended for citizens to have the right to bear arms to protect themselves from a tyrannical government, not even... Um, it has nothing even to do with with hunting, as he was uh, trying to portray there. So let's listen on. So I'm not fighting the Second Amendment per se, but I think it's being misused. Okay, thank you very much. You're Appreciate it. And you are from? Right. Where are you from? I'm from Ocala, right here. Okay, thank you very much. And I have a young lady that's protesting. Well, let me rephrase that. So students are lucky enough to go to school. They should not feel lucky enough. They should not feel lucky enough to come home, never again, in gun violence. And the other side. I'm not going to read all that, but that's, that, is, that is... Okay, what it's saying there is some people that died in South Florida. Okay, tell me what... The school shit. What you're out here in gun violence, tell me what... What is your take on it? What, what should we do? We have, a, we have a, a constitution, it's called the Second Amendment. What do we do with that? How, how, do, we, how do we handle this mess? I think that... When the Constitution was first written, it took two minutes to load a gun to, to fire one bullet. But now we have these semi-automatic rifles that can kill children and tons of people. This is a military-grade weapon that people are using in schools. And I'm just shocked that a lot of people a don't see what's wrong with weapon? that. They think, well, you know, they're old enough to buy it. They should be able to buy it. But that's not fair to the students that died how's that fair to their families how's it fair to people in this country we're the only country in the world that this happens to maybe once or twice in other countries but this has happened no it's not the only country in this world that this happens to um what happens is there's evil people in the world and they murder people and if they use a gun they use a gun but many of them don't use guns they use other weapons um that will murder people. That's the problem. Over 300 times and it needs to stop. Do you think that the weapon is the problem or do you think it's the people involved in the killings? I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, New York City, there's just a terrorist attack. In fact, I had a daughter there oh, wow. um, and uh, some crazed guy took a vehicle and started running people down with it. Um, do you think that it is? it is a a weapon, a tool, or do you think it's something, if it, it goes deeper than that? Well, I think a little bit of both, because when you take a car and you're running it into people, it's a bit different from, like, that's also malicious, but also maliciously taking a weapon that is notoriously known for killing people. Like, when you're driving your car out on the street, nobody just thinks, oh my God, he could hit all these people on the side of the street. That's Notoriously not known for killing you see people. a big AR-15 okay. or any, like an AR, AK-47, I'm sorry, AK-15, you don't think that you know that that's... Okay, a big AR-15, an AK-47, AK-15. Um, There's some guns there I need to check into. I, I'm not very familiar with some of those what they have malicious intentions. They don't think, oh, that's just a guy on the side of the street with an enormous automatic rifle. You know what I mean? Okay. Another question is, you mentioned about when the Constitution was written, 
what is your what is your thoughts about what was it written for? What was the intent of that of that of that document? Well, fortunately and unfortunately, we live in a country that's filled with freedoms. So, us protesting is just and unfortunately, we live in a country that we're afforded with freedoms. That's interesting. You know, us protest. By the way, this is a college student, it appears. She looks like she's a college-age student. So we're just hoping that people will actually see that we the change is here. We need to make a change. So when this was written, I think that they wrote it in terms of protection and your freedoms. So Protection and freedoms, okay. But now here we are like 300 years later and we're in an age where these weapons are so easy to come by whereas they were not as easy to come by in the 1700s okay no they didn't have background checks back in the 1700s um they're not easy to come by because there are background checks um so i'm kind of confused with that um i think she is too but she doesn't really realize it Thank you so much for your time. No Thank you. And Thank we're you. and you're from? I'm I live here in Ocala, but I'm actually from Broward County. I went to Western High School in Davie, Florida, and I knew a couple of the victims and a lot of people that are in the hospital. Okay. There has been one terrorist attack after another in New York City. Now, none of them were guns. Uh, one of them was with um, some guy on a subway tried to set off an explosive, and they ran him down and. This guy stopped me. Um, again, this is uh, the original interview I had. He stopped me, and he wanted to talk again about it. I'm actually talking to him off camera, but I actually go and go back on camera with him in a minute. very large truck, and he took off down a very, very common area of a lot of people walking. And uh, quite a few people were killed there. Again, it's a terrorist attack. Um, I'm very I'm, familiar with that. I, I've been here since 78, but I was born in Newark. Okay. Well, yeah, you you know that so you know that area. Until I was through high school. What one of the things that I don't I'm I'm trying to understand just in talking to people about about this issue is I'm trying to understand first of all where the Constitution. Why did the founding fathers actually write that document? Um, I've just hit a couple of interviews and the, a lot of people are saying the same thing. You were one of them. That that. When the, when the document was written, they had no idea that, you know, high-capacity weapons were going to be no. available to the public. They didn't. And, what, the, and, what, the and the Constitution is a living document. That's what they talk about it as that. Okay. The Constitution is not a living document. It is not a living document. It's not something that just uh, moves with the, with the culture. That's the reason our founding fathers made that constitution, made it so difficult to change it, because they knew that people would sway back and forth with the wind, but that document uh, would say stay true. So he is totally wrong on that, but that's what people want you to believe, is the constitution is a living document. Why, why is it, it a living document? It needs to be fixed in some areas. Why do you think it's a living document? You think it's not relevant for today? No, not that, because the ability to have amendments. Look at how many amendments came to the Constitution after it was that's, written. And what about the Bill of Rights that wasn't even there at the very beginning? I just now so put them on camera. it's a document, and we have the ability to make those changes. And there are some areas that we have not caught up to the time. We need to think about making some changes. Now, it's pretty hard to make changes in the Constitution, 
And it's pretty tough to get people to even think about that because the Constitution is like the Bible, that nobody wants to change it. But we have to keep in mind there are a lot of things. First of all, when the— It is like the Bible. Um, the Bible is not a living document, nor the Constitution. So he did have a good point there. Founding fathers, who were great individual people, I think, and together they were wonderful. They put together this wonderful democracy, which I love. But you know what? In order to have a country back at that time, they compromised with the issue of slavery. And when we became a country, we were a slave-owning country. Now, fortunately, we found our way out of out of that and, and some changes in the Constitution. It's actually, it wasn't changes the Constitution, it was actually the Constitution that created that change. Okay, you can uh, say I, it way. I, I give you an example. Right. A lot of the founding fathers had great issue with it, um, but they knew that if they could get that document in place, that at a later time, because it had it had freedoms of all people, that they could actually address that. So, well, they had to make a lot of changes. For example, when they said all men are created free and equal, they didn't say all people. And it took until the turn of the century before women could even vote. So they had to straighten out that. This is an issue that needs to be straightened out. But even if the Constitution doesn't straighten out the Second Amendment, we cannot use the Second Amendment to justify everybody carrying weapons. I was thinking the other day. We cannot use the Second Amendment to justify everybody carrying weapons. But that's what our founding fathers wrote. That's the reason the Constitution was written, uh, or the, the uh, Second Amendment was written, was very specifically for that. Some of the people were suggesting maybe teachers ought to have, have guns and concealed weapons. That's a bill right now, by the way, in Tallahassee. Yeah. So now, now you want to say, if I want to become a teacher and educate children, i got to be able to carry a concealed weapon, possibly, so I can defend against enemies coming in and trying to hurt the kids. Well, what if I decide to be one of the people to do that, and I take out my concealed weapon, and I attempt to defend against this shooter, and I shoot one of the children by mistake? I miss the sh shooter and shoot a kid. Am I then a murderer or a hero? Because I jumped out there with my gun. I'm not really sure kids, what that has to do with anything, especially this topic. Let me topic. ask you a question. What do you think, when they wrote that, that that's the Second Amendment, when they put that in there, yeah. what do you think their intent was? What do you think they did I, it for? I feel like I know what their intent was. They had a situation there where they were under the thumb of a government that they felt was unjust. And that government was armed, and they were not. And they felt like they needed to make sure that the government does not step in and take over the people, you know, so they wanted to allow the people to defend themselves. That's an interesting concept. Does that mean we're armed against Washington? We don't want Washington to try to come in and take over the country, and so that's why we have arms? Well, we don't say that anymore. We talk about people hurting people, somebody breaking into your house, trying to rape your wife or something like that. We don't talk about the government coming in and trying to take over, oh, although we do have some some white supremacists that think that. So, you know, I... Again, I think he's missing the concept here. That's why, the, that's why we he's have missing the, the concept Second Amendment that in there to begin with. So that people the people are the government. The other people the are the government. A, a and the people government. at times throughout history has been able or has so you think it's or there's a need it is a living document there is a need for um people to be able to stand up against a tyrannical government in every case every case in history 
where that a corrupt government has taken over people, such as communism, the first thing they do is they take away their weapons. So they have no way of defending themselves against a tyrannical government. So you think it's, it has to be relevant for today, and because of that, you think that it, can, it needs to be changed, or... I'm not, I, I don't consider myself wise enough, wise enough to know exactly how to go about making changes. But I do think the Constitution is a living document, and I think it needs to be addressed because it's being abused. Okay. okay. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Now I'm walking down the street looking uh, looking for somebody else to interview. So I'm kind of looking Anybody want to talk? Anybody want to talk to me? Nobody? Oh, come on. I should. I'm a mother. Well, hey, I would like to talk what to you. I haven't talked to a mother. What is it for? I'm just doing interviews. Uh, this is the organization called Florida Government Watch. It's a YouTube channel, but we also do a little bit of broadcasting on, on other areas. But we're just asking questions. I'm going to go on and walk over here, and I'm going to come back this way, okay? Have you been across the street yet? Not yet. I'm on my you way. You should. Up. There's a lot of good people. All right. So I'm heading across Thank the street. Uh, some good people across the street are actually uh, some college professors. So this will be entertaining. And I might add that um, it's a beautiful day when I was out doing this. I was sporting a nice, nice pair before you go of shooting glasses. Well, you know, yeah, really. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I like Harry, so. This is Randy Osmore, Florida Governor Watch, and I'm talking college to professors. Sandra Cooper and Wendy Adams. And y'all are out here, um, I noticed, um, probably in an effort with the school shooting that just happened in, in South Florida. In support of parking students. Okay. And tell me, what is your recipe uh, to stop violence in classrooms? Uh, well, first of all, I think we need to do something about the AR-15. AR-15s, uh, there's no reason for anyone to have an AR-15. Uh, we, you know, and it's just so sad because we could not even, after the Vegas shooting, we, our legislators would not do anything about bump stocks, you know, and the answer is not to arm teachers. I'm not going to carry a gun. We both teach. I'm not going to carry a gun with my students. That's not, my job is not to kill people. My job is to teach, our, my teach students. And one, because I'm an English teacher, one of my jobs is to teach them empathy and understanding. Empathy and understanding. That's one of her jobs. She's an English teacher, but her job is to teach empathy and understanding. And um, the notion, how, do you, how does it feel to be in another person's skin? And so I'm certainly not interested in carrying a gun to kill. And how to be in another person's skin. Now, this is what a teacher is teaching. Um, and she's an English teacher. So we wonder sometimes why our test scores in English language arts and math are so low. Uh, perhaps they're not teaching the subject matter. Any, uh, anyone who comes in. Okay, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of violence. I, I'll give you an example. This is just a personal one. My daughter goes, goes to school in New York City, and there has been numerous attempted and terrorist attacks in New, in New York City in the past year. None of them were gun-related. One of them was an explosive vest that was um, made out of household products. The other one was a, a really big was truck. Sub, was that the subway? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Subway. One of them was a really big truck that ran over uh, that was a, park. a good number of people and he pulled out of. That was a park. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And I guess my question is... I think she's trying to make a point that that wasn't in a classroom. How is that... Do you think guns are the root of the problem? I was going to say, you, you just changed the conversation. Yeah, that's right. You just related. changed the conversation. They're not related. What we're talking about, and we're also talking about white Christian terrorists. Those are the ones who have the guns and who are say killing people. White Christian terrorists, the AR-15s. Um, you know... Okay, okay. This is a professor... And what she's saying is what we're talking about is white Christian terrorists, white Christian terrorists, the ones with the AR-15s are white Christian terrorists. These are teachers. These are professors, I find out, that are teaching your children. These are professors that are teaching your children, or let me rephrase that, they are indoctrinating your children on woke, racist ideologies. That's what they're doing here. Let's listen on. It, we want to talk about, we always try to change the conversation and we try to talk about terrorism. What we need to do is talk about gun control and we need to talk about our problem with guns in this country. So it's the you guns, not the, the people? Wealthy. You only want the wealthy and powerful to have guns here in history. I'm not saying that at all. Well, that's what it's coming to. We got this guy chiming in. Citizen, citizen, if you take away from the You're citizen, the well then how, what is, is going to be? We've got this, uh, this guy kind of chiming in on this saying, uh, what are you what talking about? This isn't right. The, uh, the um, this has nothing to do with guns. It has to do more with uh, the people that are an AR-15. Let me ask you this: an AR-15. I'm not trying to change the subject. I'm just. I'm trying to get her to talk to me about the problem. It's what I want to understand. An AR-15 um, is a semi-automatic. What is it? Well, it's a semi-automatic, and I know it's not a military weapon. I know it's a weapon that civilians have. Um, and my husband was a member of the NRA, by the way. And I actually had uh, went through the paperwork for a concealed carry permit. She fixed it's that, not though. The people. My, my husband has a, a tag on his car, a sugar on his car, that says, uh, gun-toting liberal, okay? Because it's not that I, it's not that I think people... Um, should do away with all their guns. It's that there are some guns are too dangerous uh, and too easy to get. Okay, you, um, okay the, there are some guns that are too dangerous and too easy to get. Now, the point of the matter is all guns are dangerous. Um, they need to be handled properly. Um, too easy to get. I'm not sure exactly what she means by that. Um, maybe just a tyrannical government can own them or... Um, I'm not exactly sure what she means by that, but her point is that um, she says she's okay with some guns, but the AR-15 um, is too easy to get and it's too dangerous. So um, what I would suggest maybe is be really, really careful at night um, to make sure if you do have an AR-15, make, make sure that um, it's... It's under some kind of a locking key because some way or another, those things are dangerous and they can jump out and get you. So you got to be really, really careful with those type of guns. So let's listen on and see what else uh, she has to say. You've identified an AR-15. How are you going to, I mean, there's other weapons out there that... Absolutely, but we're talking about the number of people who can be killed. Because, okay, I've heard the argument, well, you can be killed with a knife, yeah, but you can't kill as many people. When the AR-15 in Vegas, when that had a bump stop... You can sure kill a lot of people with, um, with a car, though. He was able to injure, what, five, over 500 people. He killed six, almost 60 people. You can't do that with a knife. And... Uh, he also can with some fertilizer. 
And also, we're talking about something that's so easy we're to box get. Cutter. I believe a cruise, a Parkland shooter. I believe he was uh, able. He he was able to legally obtain that gun, even though he had mental issues. Even though he had noted mental issues, he was that's able to legally obtain an AR-15. That's a failure of our government. That's a failure of our government, specifically in this do. case, so our federal government. That. You can stop it again, by making sure our law enforcement everyone. do their job. I believe in the Constitution. Okay. That's I my next question. In, That's yeah, my I next question. First Amendment rights and Second Amendment rights. Let me ask you this then. Okay. What do you think our founding fathers, what were? Our what was the intent? Our founding fathers didn't have AR-15s. What was the, the intent part, then? The, not, not what they had. What was their intent? The intent when they, was a well-regulated militia, and that's not what we see. Because we forget about the second part of the Second Amendment. It's that we have not just that we um, allow carry, but within a well-regulated militia. So you're talking about... But then she goes, she doesn't go on about the rare, about the well-regulated militia because the rest of that, which she didn't bother to share with, is it goes on saying the right of the people. So if it was a well-rounded militia that she's referring to, if the Constitution was referring only to the government or the military or militia, then it would go back and say that. But no, it did not say that. It went on to say the right of of the people is what it says. The only purpose of the Second Amendment is for the military. No, you're putting words in my mouth. That's no, I want. I, I, I understand. I heard. Yeah. I heard you do. I it. didn't say. Yeah. No, I, I want to understand that's it. That's the reason I asked the question. Yeah. I didn't say that's the only reason because there are certain reasons to have. You know, uh, I believe that if someone comes into your house, you can. In fact, you should be able to protect yourself. You protect oh, wow. yourself and your property. Okay. I don't believe in Baxley stand your ground laws because mm. I don't believe that I should that. The same thing that happened with George Zimmerman and, and and Martin, that this kid was, you know, he was going into a quick mark and he was killed. And so we have to do something about that, though I understand that's different than what we're talking about with AR-15s. You know, this is something that we could do immediately. We could do something immediately about this issue. Do you think that our founding fathers had any, I mean, because a lot, the other side, your other side, I want to tell you what they're saying. Your other side is saying... <laughs> that the purpose of the Second Amendment um, was for the people to be able to protect themselves against a tyrannical government. Do you think that was their intent, or do you think that's kind of like, that? that is, that's not relevant we're today? We're talking about our founding fathers because they went through a revolution. So our founding fathers, in fact, did go through a revolution, and they used that well-regulated milita- uh, militia. Now, are you talking about, you think that there's actually, because what those are this. called are militias and a lot of the... Um, the uh, extremist organizations will say that that's why they want their guns. But what we're really talking about it. No, they're not extremist organizations that want their guns. It is a constitutional amendment that Americans have the right uh, to own weapons. And it does not verify, does not specify, okay, they can only uh, have a single shot weapon. It's, again, the reason the Founding Fathers, they went through that revolution, the reason that they, they created that Second Amendment was to, to make sure that a government was never allowed um, to be tyrannical and take over um, its citizens again. And that was the purpose of it, but she isn't getting that. At this point, they are terrorist organizations because they're talking about now arming themselves against our government and we are now in a democracy and so what you're telling me if you say i want to 
we're, we're looking at both sides uh, in this odd way because we say, oh, I want to be able to arm myself against my own government. Well, wait a minute, you're talking then about the United States of America. They were creating a government that had yeah, no the military. Founding, exactly, the founding fathers right. were creating a we government. We needed now a military about, which yeah. didn't exist. We needed a military that did not exist, is our point, and we weren't able to uh, arm ourselves because the tyrannical government at that time um, would not allow citizens to own weapons. In fact, they started confiscating those weapons. Uh, so I, she's making uh, our own, my own argument against um, against this. So, so it's. So there's another lady that's that, chiming again, in. I'm not putting. I'm asking the question. Okay, yeah. I, and I want to understand it. Yeah. No, I'm happy when you ask the questions. Yeah, I just the, want to make sure right. we're, we're, we have we right. Have I'm not trying to put something in your word. I'm trying to ask a question, yeah. but I'm, I'm I'm phrasing it so that I personally can understand it. Okay. Be really honest about okay. it. What you're saying is, the Second Amendment is for personal protection. I think I heard you say that kind well, of. Well, no, actually, I didn't say the Second Amendment. I said I believe. Okay. That and, and when we talk about guns, I mean, I do think we have a real gun problem. Um, and when we talk about guns, it's that, yeah, we do use them for protection. I didn't say the Second Amendment says whatever, but I'm saying my personal feeling, yeah, we do use them for protection. We use them to protect ourselves and our property. Okay. So what was the other part? Yeah. And then the second part is it's for a real rounded militia, meaning specifically... But if you use that now, what you're saying is you're ready to take up arms against our government. Okay, so that's it's not relevant, is what you're saying? Well, I'm saying no, no, no. I now she can't answer the question. This, you know, I'm not debating it. I'm asking questions. Yeah. So I want to understand it. As a student no. of law, I have researched this issue. This is a student of law. Obama in 2013, and I look at the at the Second Amendment as in the spirit of its writing at the time. At the time, the intent was because the, there was no armed, real army. We didn't have, the United States did not have the type of government that we have today. Therefore, they had to arm the people. And they're giving them the right to bear arms to protect themselves from invaders and to protect themselves from invading armies. Okay, that's the end of it. You have to look at the spirit of the law when it was written at the time. Therefore, the only weapons were allowed were whatever they had, which were Gatlin guns, uh, uh, flintlock guns, uh, sidearms, that was it. They could not foresee the future as to atomic weapons, missile-guided weapons, uh, automatic weapons of all sorts, a killing machine. That's what we have now, a killing machine. Back then, what would a flintlock rifle do? From it was a killing machine. That sign over there. And not very accurate. Okay, let me ask you this, and again, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but you're saying that really the Second Amendment, because of what you just described, is probably really not relevant. Not at all today. Not at all today. We have to grandfather. You see, in all the all of the constitutions between in the free world allows you to grandfather. That grandfather clause allows you to go back and revisit that particular document. Like you go back to the Magna Carta and you revisit it. First of all, there's not a grandfather clause in our constitution. There's not a grandfather clause. Uh, secondly, that's not what a grandfather clause is. And you dissect it for the time now. And you'll find that the Second Amendment was written for a specific time, no other time. 
I'm not saying that we don't have the right to bear arms, but you're limited to the flintlock guns, you're limited to Gatlin gun, and you're limited to the long rifle. End of story. Now, now you said you were a, are you a professor or? Listen no, to this. I've, I've researched lots okay. of redemption and law. And I've been at this now for about over 25, 30 years. Okay, he just researches stuff. I've gone back stuff. to Magna Carta, gone back to, to, not just for guns, but for other things. Get ready well. though, get How ready to listen to this. Violated? People are kill, being killed on the street for no reason at all. Okay, all it's called of, evil. Our, fun, our, our, our governments will not go back and take a look at some of these problems at the root. Now get ready, That's listen to this. Thank you very much. You, think, you want to add say one more thing. If our revered founding fathers were to reappear... Okay, I'm going to stop for just a minute. Um, it, it goes to another lady, but the guy is still standing there. Here's the thing about this guy. I ask him where everybody's from, and um, this guy is not even from our country. He's from Canada. He is a Canadian citizen. Um, so he's sitting there fighting against um, our right to bear arms, and he's a Canadian citizen. He's not even a U.S. citizen. But he'll mention that here in a minute. But let's listen to what this lady's saying. They would be the very first to demand change. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The very first. For sure. For sure. And not in okay. thank you all very much. Now, y'all, do y'all live here? Or? I'm from Canada. Canada. Okay. No, uh, we, there it goes. There it was. Teacher, are you from? Um, yeah, or from Canada. I don't want the teacher that she's saying does. she's a teacher she's actually a, a, a professor at a local college about every day we don't want anybody so. murdered and we don't want the wealthy and powerful murdering people either right, we so, don't want anyone so you're on the other side of this, this i'm on debate. the side of uh, a citizen well we'll go on and and uh talk further about this but um that's pretty much the interview um from where it was and where it where it went and here's the issue. We have professors, we have teachers, there was, a, there was a number of teachers there. And they do not believe, bottom line is, they don't understand the Constitution. Secondly, they do not believe that the Constitution, and very specifically the Second Amendment, is relevant for today. And it would not be an amendment if, if our founding fathers didn't believe that it could be relevant for the future. This is Randy Osborne with Flurry Eagle Forum. I hope you all have a great, great day. God bless.